0: Welcome to Healthcare Hot Button Issues. I'm Harry Liu. In today's episode, we'll discuss briefly about Medicare's drug price negotiation. Some policymakers in Washington, D.C. continue to ignore basic economic principles. Last week, the U.S. Senate leaders started efforts in reviving the Build Better bill this was stalled earlier this year when democratic leaders failed to secure the support from Senator Manchin from West Virginia and Senator Sinema from Arizona. The revised bill includes Medicare prescription drug price regulations. The main provision is to allow Medicare to negotiate drug prices directly with manufacturers. First, starting in 2026, it will allow the Department of Health and Human Services to pick up to 10 drugs that cost Medicare most. Starting in 2029, up to 10 drugs can be added to the list for a total of 20 drugs. Here comes the interesting part. According to Kaiser Health News, and I quote, however, policy summaries that were used by Democrats writing a bill and shared by Democratic staffers, on the condition that they are not published suggested that Democrats believe that ending pricing monopolies on 15- and 20-year-old drugs will spur innovation by encouraging companies to develop new drugs." My first reaction was, what? Did I read this right? Yes, indeed. Some policymakers believe lowering prices of old drugs will encourage manufacturers to develop new ones. In my opinion, such a belief reflects the ignorance of some policy makers in Washington, DC, or it might be worse, they just bury their heads in the sand. Ask any investment professionals, this is not how investment decisions are made. Sensical investment decision-making will result in a reduction in research and development, or R&D. And the R&D reduction will be mainly for the drugs benefiting the Medicare population. Here's why. Suppose a manufacturer has $1 billion to invest in R&D and compares different drugs or different options. The selection criterion is the amount of money they can earn in today's dollars. Basically, they have to discount all future earnings into today's dollars. We can further decompose the return to two components. The first component is the return earned between year one and year 15 after the drug is approved by the FDA. The second component is the return collected in year 16 and beyond. So if Medicare negotiate prices for older drugs 15 years after they are approved by the FDA, the second component will be smaller. And because the price negotiation applies to the Medicare population only, the second component for the drugs targeting the non-Medicare population is not affected. As a result, compared to the status quo If Medicare negotiates prices, the manufacturer will be less likely to invest in drugs for Medicare beneficiaries, but more likely to invest in drugs for the non-elderly population. The notion that reducing the prices of old drugs will encourage new drug development does not make any sense. Furthermore, prior academic research has consistently demonstrated a positive relationship between potential market size and investment in R&D. Investment in R&D is rather sensitive to changes in potential market size. For each 1% increase in potential market size, R&D investment will increase by about 1.5%. In other words, if the proposed Medicare price regulations were implemented, the market size of the Medicare market would decrease, leading to a decline in R&D investment. In particular, based on a study published in 2013, After the implementation of Medicare Part D, the increase in R&D investment for drugs targeting Medicare beneficiaries was larger than that for drugs targeting non-Medicare populations. This is consistent with our expectation. Also, Medicare Part D allows six protected classes, that is, all drugs approved by the FDA. As long as they are in one of these six protected classes, prescription drug plans have to cover them. The same study showed that the R&D increase for drugs in the six protected classes was larger than that for those in non-protected classes. Now, it is clear that all evidence points in one direction. Medicare drug price negotiation would lead to a decrease in investment in R&D, and a smaller number of new drugs would come to the market for Medicare beneficiaries. So here's the takeaway. Despite overwhelming evidence from academic research, some policymakers continue to ignore basic economic principles. When the demand decreases, the supply will decrease accordingly. Okay, that's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Please let us know the topics of your interest. I will see you next time.